yo, yo, and hello and welcome to GameSpeak Podcast. New episodes go for free feed subscribers every Wednesday in audio format on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and all of your favorite podcast platforms, as well as in video format on YouTube so you can see us in stunning HD, where we need you to hit subscribe and click that notification bell. We are streaming live every Monday at 7.50 p.m. CST on twitch.tv slash gamespeakpodcast, facebook.com slash group slash gamespeakpodcast, and youtube.com if you want to catch the show as it happens before anyone else. Be sure to go ahead and join our ever-growing community in the GameSpeak Podcast Discord at dsc.gg slash gamespeakpodcast to hang and talk games, battle and catch Pokemon, get show updates, find friends to play games with, and so much more. This show is 3BFFs, bringing you the hottest video game news of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Jamel Aljafra, alongside Brent Bams. Yeah, boy. What's and up, man? What's what's going on, How's dude? How's life? Oh, dude, you know? it's been rough. Yeah, uh, I heard you had the vid. I'm over here risking it for the biscuit right now, guys. Like, don't know? pretend like you don't want some of this. I'm over, right. here, in the, I'm over <laughs> here in the the vid layer is what I'm calling it now. Yeah, Devin's not here because Even he didn't want to risk it. COVID over here, dude. You know, we're all just, I'm just in the, I should have wore the mask isn't that what you're supposed to do for covid we're, pa- uh, we're way past we're that. way past that point even <laughs> even the people who were like you should wear a mask were like it actually doesn't do anything yeah. you know so like i, I don't know um you, i had covid pretty sure um the reason why i say pretty sure is because Brittany's is the one who tested and she tested you know positive oh, okay. and then i got the exact same thing the who next had day it first Brittany. Oh, okay so she was she was uh patient zero yeah yeah, yeah and then this, yeah it's just, it's spread and here to i me. am in ground zero yeah welcome to ground zero what's the second is there a, even a name for like the second patient yeah patient patient x less Patient it, it, one. Pa- patient less important. <laughs> <laughs> the not as cool patient. Yeah. <laughs> but so like I had COVID pretty bad for a little bit there. I haven't I haven't had a fever or anything in like 24 hours. CDC says after 24 hours of not having a, a you know, a fever and uh, of not using like fever reducing medicines, then uh, you're good to go. You're no longer contagious. So just, you know, but Brent knew of the risks and yeah. he still showed up. I'm still here, you yeah. know. Um, but not only did I have to deal with COVID, um, which was real shitty. Yeah, that's my sucks. dog um, chewed my glass, my frames, the glasses. Like uh, these, I get. Look. Oh no, dude! Yeah, he chewed these fuckers up. I'm I'm pretty much blind, okay, and so I had to like Harry Potter Reparo tape these things. Well, my girlfriend did for me. Thank you, babe. But um, and this is how I have to live until I can get more frames. And so then not only did he do oh, that, no. my dog, this is all because I was so sick. My dog got so annoyed that like I wasn't up and like giving him attention that he was just looking for any way to fuck with me. Um, this is Brian's fault for giving me Ollie. Um, no, <laughs> but uh, so he, he chewed through my frames and then he fucking chipped my tooth. My oh no! Yeah, but, I have a chip on that same tooth actually, but it got I got a uh, a thing. I'm yeah, I'm getting it fixed yeah. tomorrow. So God, like that's a gnarly feeling whenever you have like pieces of your tooth in your mouth, just and gone. You're just, like you can feel it on your tongue and shit. It's I like, didn't even feel like okay, I didn't even feel. I don't know if I swallowed it or what, but like bleed at all. No, it was like it was you're weird. very fortunate actually. Yeah, it was very just. It was just the bottom, and it chipped like a little part, but like. I was holding him and I was like, all right, I'll give you a little tension. And he was like, and he like, 
flared out, like just flailed out, <laughs> no. and his tooth hit my tooth. Like he like came up no. and just fucking canine hit my fucking front tooth and just oh, boop, no. it just like fucking. Fl- I would have never noticed it if you hadn't said anything, but now that you now mentioned like- <laughs> it, I like can't unsee it. You know? It was like immediate. Like as soon as it happened, I just like closed my eyes and I was like, "Woosa." <laughs> I was like, I was like, my tooth. I, 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 because at first. When it happens, you don't know how much is gone. Yeah. Like I was oh, so yeah. scared that like he. Just I didn't took even a... realize I chipped my tooth when I did it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I've had like tooth repair before. I, they're just gonna like put some resin on there and like fucking sh- shave it down to where it looks like the normal tooth. You know, so it's not gonna be a big deal, or at least yeah. I don't think it will now, be. You can't even tell with my front like this tooth is no. almost like half of it is fake. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'll tell you this: uh, I gotta tell you my story now because that's just fucking. We're talking about yeah. <laughs> fucking. I was a little kid and I was on the trampoline. And I used to. Do, I had one move and it was a front flip. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I'd always be pulling the front flip out. You I had know, one move when I had to impress people. You know? What I yeah, mean? yeah, for sure. So you know, I could, I had convinced my mom earlier that day to like take the padding off like the side of the fucking trampoline. Yeah, because padding's know? for bitches. Well, because when you sweep the trampoline and get the pine needles off, you know, the, the, it all gets stuck into the padding. It's a whole thing. I'm like, let's just yeah. get rid of the padding. It's never once saved my butt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. You were wrong. Later that day, I did a front flip straight into the rail. Like, my teeth hit the rail Ugh. of the, the trampoline with no padding. There's literally a dent in the fucking rail of the, like, trampoline where my tooth hit the metal you drank a lot of milk back then though i, I remember did. you were very and i think milk that's drinking. why only one of my teeth broke that day but like like i sat up and i remember wank i hit it hard but i didn't it didn't hurt very bad really I yeah think, you know it's just more shock yeah and like i immediately feel all these like chunks of tooth in my like mouth just uh. like floating around and then blood just like you know that metallic blood taste and it's just like coming out of my mouth and all my friends are looking at me fucking crazy like and i was like i ran inside my mom's like screaming she's like hey don't you we shouldn't have taken that off <laughs> so it was a whole thing but yeah they fixed my tooth up pretty good like literally yeah. half of my tooth was gone and it was gnarly as fuck yeah you can't even tell yeah and like i said I've i've had the same thing done before like you can't tell. It just sucks when you're waiting to go to the dentist, which I have to do tomorrow. So yeah. Um, but luckily, you know, I called them and was just like, "Hey, yeah, I, I chipped my tooth." They're like, "Oh yeah, it's all good. Just come through at one or whatever. And we'll pop it, pop in a new one." Basically, <laughs> it's crazy how dent- dentistry works. Just put a gold front on your dude. Dentist. I hope so. That'd no, I'm just kidding. Just, just get like a fucking grill. Like- <laughs> the next episode, you just got a gold, a single gold tooth, like. Oh man, that'd be badass. Bro. My my dad had a lot of silver teeth. I don't know like why that fully, was a... fully silver teeth. Yeah, like was that a thing in the like nineties before like fillings? Like they just they, gave you a whole fucking just a fake ass silver tooth. Like my dad had like two or three like just silver teeth. Like that's baller, kind of. Yeah, like, I don't understand. Why. Like I've never seen that ever again like where someone just has silver teeth i know back in like world war Two, like they were ripping the like gold teeth out of the jews but mm-hmm. whatever they were taking them that's terrible but like you know that's that's what i think of you know like it's yeah i know in that era there was a lot of people with like fully that had know, to be expensive as fuck to oh, like yeah. get gold teeth yeah man for sure it was, uh, for a lot of people it was the most expensive thing they own you know like the, that's scary fucking... i wouldn't want the most expensive thing i own to be in my mouth right? where somebody could just <laughs> like take it 
you know, and like in the worst way possible. Yeah. But yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I was sick as a dog. Um, and now all my food and drinks taste disgusting. This actually tastes disgusting, but I'm drinking it because it's, uh, at this point, it's a point of, um, I don't know, pride. Like I have to keep drinking it, like, um, just to prove that I don't give a fuck. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's really, I don't know who I'm proving this to. Maybe myself. It, it doesn't taste bad. Like, it tastes like um the champagne, like, bang flavor, which is like a... It's, it's not like, great. It's not great. It's like a, it's like a grape cough syrup, yeah. which, honestly, I kind of like grape cough syrup. So, you know, it might not, out, it may not be the monster I enjoy, but <laughs> it's still a flavor I can handle. Um, but anyways, while I was like in the the midst of my fever, um, I watched this uh, anime or like there's only one season of it so far, but it's called uh, Heavenly Delusion on Hulu, um, which I think it's Tengoku Diamaku or something like that is how it's, it's pronounced in uh, Japanese. And that's how it pops up on Hulu. But that obviously translates to Heavenly Delusion. Very interesting show. If you want to watch a good, uh, like it's like a mix between the promise, the prom is it promise, promise Never- neverland, promise neverland, and uh, the last of us. Like it's like a weird mm. mix of those two with like some interesting, like it felt like some Fallout vibes. Very, very cool, very uh, interesting characters and a very interesting world concept. Way better than Promise Neverland. So, uh. Promise Neverland started out really cool and then just like fizzled out really. Well, fast. they they had all yeah. this hype build up for like, and then once you find out, it's like cool. But now what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This one's not like that. Like they build up the whole season, and I'm not going to spoil the ending, but um, it leaves you wanting more. You know, not more like uh, oh well, now what? It, it's more like oh shit, yeah. You know, but um, th- there's no guarantee that you're gonna get a season two. But th- this show just finished up uh, like a couple months ago with the first season. So, um, and I think it's on Disney Plus and Hulu. Um, so I would check it out if you are into the animes and uh want something new. Um, but yeah, so that I watched that and um, oh, we also watched uh for the first time. Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them. Oh, okay. I, have you seen that? Actually, I don't know. I don't think I have. No. Yeah. I, I We watched it, like, but I put it off for so long because everybody was just like, eh, it's mediocre or whatever. I actually enjoyed it. Like, I got, like, a really good uh, vibe off of it. I don't know how to explain. Like, maybe, I don't think most people... You watched would... the first one? Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. have to check it out. They're all on HBO. There's, like, three of them, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't watched the second or third one yet, but you're gonna watch them. Um, yeah, I'm afraid to because I like the first one so much <laughs> that like I know a lot of people said like the second, third one like sucked or whatever. But they, I feel like they said that about all of them. So I like the first one though. Now I like the I like the actors that are in it, and I like the uh, the monsters or like the beast or whatever. They're all very adorable, and uh, certain ones are you know. I tried to watch the new Spider-Man movie last night, but I fell asleep. Which one? Uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Was it boring? Or? No, it was good. I was just really tired. Oh, okay. I, I thought that was like a... Wasn't hating on it. No, yeah, I'm just... yeah, I tried to watch the Spider-Man movie. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> just had a long day. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so but besides all that, what have you been doing? 
Not much, man. Working. Uh, oh, I went to... Uh, okay, it was my girlfriend's birthday this past week, so we went to Galveston, did a little beach house. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Happy birthday, a, Audra, yeah. if you listen to the show. It was a lot of fun. She had some friends out. We all had some drinks and stuff. And, uh, nice. You know, it was it was good. It was good times. So I'm kind of a lightweight now. I don't drink as much as I used to. So like You got you wasted know. pretty quick? Pretty quick, man. Dude, it's know? too hot to be out there drinking, It dude. really is, man. It was like 107 degrees you yesterday. You gotta get in the water. Water, dog you gotta hop in that water man dude the water is too hot now <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, the water is like you know it, it's like you're trying to get away from the sun and then you get in the water and it's just warm like no, i don't you know. got a point it's pretty bad and, uh, apparently there's like a tropical storm coming in or something right oh okay now, you know all so right all at right. least there's that yeah yeah what, what's going on <laughs> what's going on <laughs> just start breaking out no uh but yeah yeah, it's been a hot summer, dude. It's been fucking awful. Um, it really has been. Every single day, I have a little thing on the bottom of my computer that's like record high, record <laughs> high. I'm like, oh god. Every day, I'm like, I picture like a '90s like movie, like kind of like like The Matrix, but like you know, um, where it it's you know predicting like a future or whatever, and it shows the guy like going to work every day, and down at the bottom of his computer screen, it says like record high, record high, and on the news, they're like. This so it's like the summer has never been, you know, or this summer is the hottest it's ever been. Blah blah blah, you know, like and it builds up to some crazy thing. But we we're actually living in that right now, so it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, well, I can't wait till we all live underwater or something. You know, what I'm saying like the that Joe might be Bros. The move said. honestly, there's way more space underwater. Oh yeah, you know, the aliens already live under there. It'd apparently. be like a water cooling system. All the time. Yeah. Or we could live in like an aquarium. You know what I'm saying? Like build cities like Rapture where we just kind of build a giant aquarium that the city is under. You know what I'm saying? Like that away. Yeah, that's what I thought we were talking about kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we don't have to actually live under the ocean. We we make like a structurally sound place on land and then build. Why not both of them? (laughs) I like that idea too. (laughs) I don't know. You know, like, why don't we live? Why don't we make a city that's completely indoors? Has anybody ever thought of doing that? Like, yeah. why don't we just make the whole earth indoors? Yeah. Like, let's know, just build a giant indoor like, city yeah. or indoor or like a continent. Like, I mean, how much more difficult could that be than like doing it the way that we're doing it now? You know, like if everybody just kind of came together and we're like, we're going to build a big indoor society you know and like say they basically bring all the places together you know rather than um having like all the 50 states spread out we just have like one giant place in the middle of the u.s like wherever the nicest part of the the u.s is and then we bring everybody there and we build like a giant like indoor like world you know what i'm saying why do we have to bring everybody there? Because <laughs> who will we control? No, yeah, just good kidding. Point, good point. Like we need some Why rapture just, type. I, I seriously think we need to think bigger in scale. We just need to put the whole world in a big bubble. You know what I mean? Turn the AC on. I think that's, that's what the atmosphere is. Nah, yeah, no, nah, fuck the atmosphere. Yeah, it's we been it do, sucks. We yeah. need to do it better. You know, we could. I think. I atmosphere honestly, two. Yeah, dude. Or like, um, isn't that what they're trying to do? Like terraform places? Why can't we just terraform yeah. our place? Yeah. What's wrong? What's, I don't get it. Nah, 
that didn't work that way. We can't. No, we just gotta we gotta deal the with the cards we're dealt. What about know? that ozone layer? You know, like remember when that ozone was a problem? Layer two. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's that's what we need. We a need sequel. two ozone layers, yeah. dude. What if we had oh, three? Shit, multiple ozone layers. Yeah, three zones, oh, dude. Oh shit. And like, depending on how layers rich you are, ozone. you could live like under each different ozone. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to create a like a young adult novel. Trying to monopolize this somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to live in a young adult novel where like there's just like this class based like angry rapture type city. You know, like the lowest class of people just has really bad sunburns all the time. <laughs> They're like, fuck, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> cook an egg out here. <laughs> it's like I mean, it really could be much worse. <laughs> to be honest with you. No one's dying or anything. It's just kind of hot. <laughs> the super elites are like pale white, like <laughs> just vampiric gods. Take the tan skin away. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. You watch anything or? <laughs> I haven't really done much of anything other than that. I, you know, we did the birthday thing, and then I've just been kind of like playing video games and working. You know. Yeah. Okay, all right, that's what I'm talking about. Well, then let's get into the video games. Yeah, um, I have been doing that. Yeah, what I've it, been playing video games, that's for sure. And I'm pretty sure I know which one. Oh, you do, baby. Go ahead, drop it. I've been playing that Baller's Gate 3, Woo. you know what I'm saying? Yes. And, yeah, it's great. It's fucking fantastic. It's probably the best game I've ever played. I've been playing it, too. <laughs> I don't tell feel me what the same. You, tell me how you feel about it. I don't hate it. I just it's not my type of what game. What do you hate about it? Nothing. Like I don't, I don't hate it. It, it. Like I. Where does your hate come from? <laughs> I want you to look deep inside. <laughs> no, like I really like. I get why everybody likes it. I. Uh-huh. It's just not my type of game. But like what? I don't. I don't like the the rolling the dice uh-huh. thing. Um. Like I feel like it's too much. It's too much Mario Party like chance. Like especially at the very very beginning when you don't have really any skills or anything to to do it, like there's just too many parts where you have to scum save, and I'm like that's so annoying. Like I just want to play the fucking game, but it's like oh you fucking you know walked outside and a and a fucking log rolled off a hill and killed your whole party. Restart to like oh fuck I forgot to scum save. Let's go back thirty minutes. It's not really that bad. Like, it's first, that bad, dude. First of all, it auto saves a lot. Okay, mine doesn't. Second of all, it, it'll say it's auto saving, and it doesn't fucking auto save. I don't know what the problem is. Well, that sounds like a hardware issue or something. No, I, I don't know it's what... a, it, dude. It's like a bug or some shit. Because I looked it up, and some other people were having the same issue, and it, it was pissing me off. Um, but basically, I have to scum save because it will not auto save every time it says auto save. Like it doesn't actually save anything. Like I can go and check the the list, and it's right. not there. Well, so. uh, yeah, okay. Well, that sounds like an issue that's not normally an issue. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking. But also, you know, a big part of the game is just kind of dealing with the consequences of your actions. You know, the yeah, consequences l- are I'm dead, and I have to go back and pull it up. Like it'd be different if it was like you lost a lot of missions. I'd be like, okay, I get it. Whatever. You literally, just have to like get the people up unless somebody like comes over and like beats your dead body to death dude you know, what I'm saying? You know how many times that happens because you get into a fight and then like your hyena like a hyena enemy will run off and go get like 30 other I- I- enemies i'm like bro 
no. Like, I, I just want to fight the three that are here, you know? And there's no way around them because I don't have enough stealth or some bullshit. And I'm just like, dude, I can't. And my brain's just not built for these. It's like, it's to encourage, like, different classes, you know? Like, different characters have different ways they can overcome different situations yes like, like say you're probably what are, what, are, what are you like some kind of melee focused class i'm a rogue a rogue okay so you're sneaking around stabbing people and stuff or you're trying well, i was to. trying to but yeah and my my sneak around and stab doesn't kill people it just like does some damage and then you know everybody wakes up and starts attacking and then i just get fucked um but i have like seven people in my party and they all die I just suck at the I suck at the combat and like I'm, I'm like I said it's not the game's fault I'm just not made for this kind of game. Maybe uh, just like have you tried cranking the difficulty down a little until you get like a feel for everything you know? No, but that yeah that's also on me. But I never thought about doing that because like you know it, it is a little overwhelming until you like you know kind of come to grasps of like what all you can do and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like it's probably a good idea. Just put it on story mode for a little bit. And then once you feel like, okay, this is way too fucking easy. Yeah. You know, kick it back up. You know? Yeah. I just, you know, it, it's like, it, it's one of those games. I'll wait until people want to get like a, a co-op campaign going. Bro, I've already got like three co-op campaigns going. Hop on. Let's do yeah, it. I'll, I'll hop into one of yours because I'm, I can't play this game single player. Like it, it's honestly just not fun to me. But like, um, I can see it being really fun with people, you know, like I just can't like, I don't know. First off, I've you've known, everybody knows I'm not a huge high fantasy fan. Like it, the world itself is not interesting to me because it's high fantasy. Like it's just like, oh, there's bods and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about any of this. There's ships, but they're like alien fucking tentacle ships. Like, I don't come on. Like, it, that's not cool to me. Like, and it's not that like it literally it's not me hating it's just i personally can't get hype about it so it's like it'd be like you know taking somebody who's like really into death metal and making them listen to country music you know like they're and they're just like i i don't feel it like i can't get into this like i get why you like it but i just don't get it and so but if i had friends in the game and like we're going around and like you know doing things i could see that being fun even in a place where it's not cool you know like to me but like um so that's where i'm gonna i'm just gonna wait i'll probably jump into multiplayer i, I think you need to give it more of a chance man because like it's a really great game and like yeah the fucking tactical combat is is once you get good at it it's the one of the biggest draws of the whole game you know the fact that you will sit there and do battles for like an hour or two hours sometimes you oh, know what i mean it's not like a simple like oh we're gonna run in here and hack and slash like yeah. you actually have to think about it every fight is a fucking chess match you know what i'm saying like it's not I, I, like i said i think that's where the dissonance comes from because i don't want to do that like I, I i suck at chess i mean it's the same as elden ring you know how many times i sat there for an hour or two on an elden ring boss you know what i'm saying like, yeah but but i feel like in elden ring like it's a lot quicker so like if you do die it's like all right snap back we're already ready to go let's hop back in and this it's like you can go for like 20 minutes and then die and then you have to redo that whole 20 minutes over again you know yeah but i mean if that that first of all i feel like that's only happened to me maybe two or three times my whole like 72 well, you hour you are good because i've had it happen to me in my first three hours 
at least five times. Like I suck. Are you dude. saving when you get back to the part that you got stuck at? Yes, I just suck, dude. Okay, you I, need I to start <laughs> just saving every time. Fucking like every time anything happens, every time you accomplish something, every time you walk into a new area, just mm-hmm. hit F five and and that's it. That's all you got to do. Blink, and then you're quick saved, and then your life is easier. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. You can do it in the middle of a conversation. You can be having a talk with somebody. Man, this looks like it's going to go south. F5. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know why, but like there there can be like four or five different pivot points in a conversation where it's like, hmm, should I, uh, you know, they're like, well, I think you should draw your blade, stranger. And you're like, oh, fuck. I literally just walked over here. Like, you know, I have nothing to do with this. And, like, you can roll your dice and, uh, you know, try and uh, make it, like, use your rogue skills to be like, hey, bro, let's not fight, you know? And then they're just like, no. And then they just. <laughs> See, on the flip side of that, you know, you can, like, avoid entire boss fights and talk people into, like, killing themselves and shit so you don't have to do entire Yeah, so you don't encounters. have to fight. You can, like, make yourself not the bad guy and, like, walk through enemy camps, like, unnoticed and stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, there are certain, like... Yeah, I've messed with that stuff. Like, I have the shadow heart lady. But I'm just lady. saying, like, you can't be, like, mad if your dice roll doesn't work out and then you end up having to fight. It's, like, the alternative is just, like, oh, that, you know, that would have been cool. Like because i get to walk around these people it's like i don't know it's one of those things where it's like you know it wouldn't be fun to go back and play it if you could just do everything you want to do the first time you no know i get I'm that like, i get that but like i said like it's just not my type of game like even the even the um like being a rogue and like pickpocketing people like i like pickpocketed this guy in the hollow like the very first place you come to to try and get this watch for this kid and um so i pickpocket it and I'm walking away, like everything's all good. And then like five minutes later, when I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to go give this to the kid or whatever. The guy comes up and he's like, and it's like, he, he, uh, the guy knows that you pickpocketed because who else would pickpocket him? I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what does that even mean? Like, he probably saw you and nobody else was around. You got to go invisible or like no, make I was silent or something. I did. Know? I did all that. And like he had already seen me since then. Like, it was just some random bullshit, like, where it was just, like... Well, it, the game has, is a little buggy sometimes. I like, haven't ever tried to do the thief thing, so... But I wouldn't be surprised, because I had one whole companion I missed out on, because, like, he's like, All right, we're done here. I'll meet you in the camp when everything's good to go. And I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, dude. Let's meet up at the camp. It'll be sweet. And then, fucking, he just never showed never up showed at my up. camp, fucking, yeah. at all. And I don't know why, you know? I don't know what the fuck happened there. I, I don't know if I He's did probably stuck wrong. on a rock somewhere, like in a in a cutscene. But uh, like <laughs> I just wrote it off. I was like, he probably got shot on the way over there or something, you know? Like Well, like the guy that I'm talking about, I like turned all the torches off. There's no lights. I put on, I went into sneak mode using my my rogue skills or whatever, came up behind him. took it, made sure nobody else could see me, walked off. Literally the thing that it said was like he 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 chose you because he knows nobody else would steal from him but you. Like, and I'm like, I've never talked to this fucker. Maybe he's in. Maybe you're like the only new person in a place where he's like familiar with everybody or something. You know what I mean? Even then, it's like, what the fuck? What does that have to do with me? Like, uh, tell me that before you know. Like, you make it obvious that I need Did to. Did you pick try pocket. to talk your way out of the situation? No, I I didn't have enough skill to do that. 
So you it, always have enough skill to try. It was twenty a twenty fucking dice roll to get out of it. And, and my my thing, my guy, he has a negative one on the the specific one that I needed to get out of there. So even if I landed a twenty, it would go negative one. Are you and, traveling with Shadowheart right now? Yes, I am. But why don't you use her uh, thing to add a plus four D to your fucking dice roll? Because at that time, I didn't realize you could do that. So, like, I was just fucked. Well, the- just for the record, the game has, like, a built-in mechanic to where you won't lose on, like, a regular basis, like, dice rolls. So, like, fucking even hard dice rolls are worth trying because if you've lost enough in a row before that, mm-hmm. it'll just be like, all right, fuck it, here's your 20. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, it's a, I don't know. It's just, like, one of those games where I'm like, I could, like... I'm ready for Starfield. Like, I just want, like, I like the concept of the uh, party members and all that extra stuff and, like, the stories and the the options, but I don't like the way that it's played out. Like, I, I want the first person action. I want the, like, when I get into a fight, I want it to be me controlling the fight by running around and doing things. Like, I'm more of an action person. I'm not an RPG guy. You didn't like, mm-hmm. like, KOTOR and stuff? I liked KOTOR, but KOTOR was different. Like, um, I mean, how so? I mean, you got the turn based combat you because got it was the, still action y, too, and third person. Like, I feel like this, this one is third person, this is action y. No, 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 how is this, this not is action-y? more like the I would say this is more like um, Fire Emblem than anything, it's more of a like a strategy i would say it's like not a real-time strategy but it's a it's a strategy game so is kotor you pause before every single move you make unless you're just a fucking chaotic asshole and let your guys just run off and do whatever they want i was pretty chaotic and well that's just not how you should play (laughs) kotor that's how i beat it like straight up it's it's wise to use the turn-based system in kotor true and that's the way i think they wanted you to play it but the the thing is same with every other bioware game from the on a fucking time for for sure but like i said it's still not the way i played it and it i don't like that i'm kind of forced into it on this one you know and it's like you know that that's what what was cool about kotor was that it was kind of like you could just do it however you wanted you could still win the game you could still play through it which i did like i would get bored of doing the strategy shit so i would just fucking there's still strategy it's just in real time you know what i mean like you're, you're still taking turns with your opponent you, you know are what I'm saying? yeah like it's not like you're just sitting here like button mashing you know what i mean yeah like look I, and like i said i'm not saying there's anything wrong with this game like the game is obviously a 10 out of 10 i just personally don't vibe with it it's not my type of game like so what i want is everything about this game but in fallout world like I, where i'm like that's why i like fallout because it's all first person action like I, i'm a Warzone guy i play call of duty you know so like yeah. you throw me it, give me call of duty mixed with that stuff and i like it but so that'd be cool and you know with fallout's original style basically being exactly this you know what i mean fucking i wouldn't be surprised if they did some sort of spin-off crpg fallout with the success of baldur's gate i mean it would make sense you know yeah, bethesda's I, got a big team and you could do like a you know fallout chinatown wars or some shit and fucking like you know have it top down and make it like you know old school style well that's but all like, new vegas was new vegas was literally the original fallout team making a fallout in 3d like yeah but i'm talking about like wasteland you know what i'm saying yeah. like i want like 
Oh, you Fallout, want like an old like school a fucking CRPG? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want it to be like Baldur's Gate. Like, I think that would mm. be fucking badass. You know what I mean? I I don't think I'd enjoy it, but like, you know, I'd be down for it for people that would enjoy it. Like, I just I I just don't like CRPGs, and, and that's what I'm starting to learn. I'm not into it i i'm not into crpgs i've tried i tried wasteland and i didn't like it i tried this other one called wasteland sucks ass honestly most of this game suck ass this game is more like fucking dragon age or something or, or massive or like Dra- fucking dragon age inquisition i did not like and i know you love that game um it's a great game it's a great game it's just not my cup of tea like um and uh, like i think every dragon age game is a masterpiece like and this is what honestly this game is more like dragon age origins than anything like it's a very dragon age it's very dragon age and like whenever i went into it i knew that but i was like maybe this will be the one that kind of wins me over and then and it's not that it hasn't won me over like if any game like that is good to me it's this one it's just you know, like it, it, I, I guess I just have a lot more to get over to get into it. Like, like I said, I don't like high fantasy. I don't like um, role playing, like RPG battling and stuff like that. But like, if I had friends like to play out the role playing and like see the see the world and stuff like that, that'll be fun to me. Like, make decisions that kind of fuck with the world and like work together. That'll be cool. Like in a campaign, but like just on my own, I, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Um, but like I said, that's just my opinion on it. Like I, I know the game is a one hundred percent. Like it's a fucking phenomenal game. I wish I could get into it. I just can't. Um, that's ridiculous, bro. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but like I went back to Persona, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm enjoying that, yeah. Persona. Like I went, I went right back to Persona Four, and like I've just been playing that and like uh, living. I got finally got my fishing rod. My heart's not completely broken over the, here, you know. Hey, dude! It, like Persona Four is similar. It's a similar type game, but guess what? It's not high fantasy. I'm in Japan, bro, and so like I'm I'm living it up in Japan. And I okay, let me say this with the utmost respect to Persona Four. Mm-hmm. That is a dick slap in the face to Persona Four. Baldur's Gate Three is better in every single way, every single fashion. It is a hundred times better than Persona Four, and I mean that again yes. with Persona in my top ten games of all time. Yes, and like Baldur's Gate Three well, blows it out of the. Well, Persona Four came out on the PS2. What do you expect? I, I'm just saying, like we're <laughs> this com- game just came out like two like, days ago. That's like comparing Call of Duty's campaign to like Fallout you know what i'm saying like that's the way i see that you know what i mean wait in which respect in the respect that persona is extremely linear and Baldur's gate is like oh yeah has the freedom to do i said when i said similar i meant they're like it's it's like it's tactical and it's a story driven game where like you you pick options that's that's fair there's like quests that come up that you can either miss or you know like but even then like per like okay persona is going to end one of like two ways probably yes you know what i'm saying and all of your choices up to that point are kind of like <laughs> flashes in the pan that don't yeah. really like that it's some may lead to like a romance option or something you know but for the or most, or, or a or a um what's it called a confidant you know progressing their story a little or a or new something. party member or a new party member that can which, help you in the tv or whatever for the most part you're gonna meet all of the party members organically throughout the story you know what i mean or oh like, see i didn't know that i thought like you you had like um 
I don't know. I mean, unless there's one I'm just not thinking of. I think maybe there might... I think the one new party member you get might be, like, the one from, like, the Golden Edition or something, mm. like, fucking, that makes it golden. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. The game's super linear. Like, Don't um, get me wrong, either. I love Persona. Yeah, and I yeah. do not want to ever sound like I'm talking trash about Persona. I love yeah. that game so much. No, I'm just saying they're similar games in the way that, they, like, just the, the type of game that they are. And I enjoy Persona 4, but that's because it's not knights and armor and shit yeah. like that. Like, no, it is It is super, like, easy to get into the world of Persona. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that makes it so great is, like, you just want to live in that world for a little bit. You oh, know yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's very, especially when you want to visit Japan in real life yeah. and you feel like, I'm Dude, the same way with Shinnu. We seriously make a trip to fucking Japan. That's, like, goals right now. That's literally life goals. But I know it'd be know. really expensive to, like, fly there, but I think once we get there, yeah. You could have a reasonably like affordable trip and still see the sights. You know what I mean? Yeah, we should find a way to make like money while in Japan. We we should just like take our guitars or something and like be like, "Oh, this is like very specific American um, music. <laughs> American folk song." Yeah. <laughs> <You're mine. laughs> just like a red what was it? Uh red jumpsuit apparatus. <laughs> they're just like giving us all this money dude that would be great no um yeah definitely we need to plot a trip because like dude i'm i'm having like dreams about japan at this point like i just like i I, have you ever missed a place you've never been like it's like you know the first time and i gotta bring this up because the first time i ever saw um the a goof an extremely goofy movie whenever max goes to college and like i was probably like seven or eight yeah i was like i i wanted to go to college so bad like <laughs> because i thought it was just you just go and skateboard and like hang out with your buddies and go to the coffee shop and all this stuff like it's not real like yeah. that i feel right now my idea of japan is not it's real like the coffee shop from yeah the goofy movie it's like it's like so unrealistic that when i get there i'm gonna be like oh this is just like anywhere else but like i don't know man. i don't think it is though that's the difference is like i know college isn't like how i imagined it when i was a kid but i do think that japan is actually as different from american society yeah. as i think it is yeah for better yeah. or worse it definitely seems like it's a very, very different. different place that's know? all i want i just want that out of like fish out of water like experience yeah. you know because like especially in a place like that where like i've i've watched so many shows like and I played so many games that take place in, in their cities and stuff like that where it looks familiar, but, like, I haven't been there before, yeah. you know? Like, oh, man. We should go. I'm serious. That'd be really I'm, cool. I'm dead serious. It, it costs money, though. Like, I, I think yeah, flights I, are, like... It's like a two grand a ticket or something. Yeah. Shit. Well, we could we could get them cheaper. I know we can't. If, if we, like, plot it out right, but we got to get the money to go and, yeah. you know, start saving. Because we want... I'd like to go in the wintertime, too. Same. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want that snowy Japan, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. At least, like, closer to winter. Yeah. Like, something fall, like, maybe fall next year. Like, yeah. that way we got some money saved up then we can like you know go and actually stay like a week or something you know at you know, at least and then just kind of live it up in japan that would be super cool hell yeah dude i'm down all right y'all heard it here that's <laughs> happening um but anyways we should do an episode in japan that'd be cool oh uh, dude but china number one <laughs> 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 we can't do it in japan uh, good point good point yeah we have to go to china yeah. first like on our flight over we're here in beijing china number one 
China number one. Anyways, uh, we're going to get into the video game news. Uh, just so you guys know, we are using articles from gaming news sites from around the web, and we do not claim any of the articles as our own. We are simply giving commentary on these articles and you know, just bringing them all in one place for you. Um, let's start with the biggest news of the week, dude. This is some crazy shit right here. Oh. You know? I, I didn't expect this, but Nintendo has confirmed that Charles Martinet, uh, the, or Martinet, I think is how it's pronounced, the original voice actor of Mario, who yeah. has played the character since 1991. Yeah, that boy. He will be stepping back from recording character voices for our games, end quote, and will now serve as, quote unquote, Mario ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> what? What does that even mean? <laughs> it's Japan, dude. They can Chris do whatever Pratt they want. permanently now. Yeah. Nintendo shared the news on Twitter uh, saying that fans... That means Mario's actually going to talk in games from now on. Fucking That's horrifying. I know. I don't want that. Um, it says Nintendo shared the news on Twitter saying fans can also expect a special video message from Shigeru Miyamoto and Martinet to arrive at a later date. Um, Although I will say Zelda, the most recent Zelda game, was really nice with full voice acting. Oh, yeah. You know, aside from Link, obviously. You know what I mean? But everybody else, like, spoke their lines, and it made it really way more, like, engaging and shit than a typical Zelda game to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, maybe Mario Ambassador means he's going to, like make sure that whoever plays the next mario respects the brand yeah it's gonna be good i mean literally anybody could do mario like whoa you know like it's not that <laughs> Maybe hard mario but... like future marios will have to go to like a mario class and yeah. like he's from just, him yeah he's gonna yeah. be in like lecture halls just like Woo-hoo! yeah and he just <laughs> stands outside like while they're recording like for the game and like if they fuck up he like goes in and he like shows them how it's done you know <laughs> like until they become the next charles martinet you yeah. know um but anyway it says uh charles martinet has been the original voice of mario and nintendo games for a long time as far back as super mario 64 nintendo wrote charles is now moving into the brand new role of mario ambassador with this transition he will be stepping back from recording character voices for our games but he'll continue to travel the world sharing the joy of mario and interacting with <laughs> you <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> it's been an honor working with it sounds like they're just shipping him off they're to die pay him to go to comic cons and shit from now on i like, think that's what it is uh it has been an honor working with charles to help that's my bring life Mario. goal is to just get paid by <laughs> nintendo to show up at fucking like comic book conventions and sign autographs all day you know what i mean oh uh, yeah dude uh martinet quote tweeted nintendo's post saying my new adventure begins you are all number one in my heart woohoo um uh, Martin, That's depressing as hell. It bro. really is. They were like, I think they were like, what if some fucked up shit happened behind closed doors and they know it's about to come out about him and it, they're like, all right, we got to put some distance between fucking Mario and this guy. You know what I mean? He's like, like murdered a whole family or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool. That's a cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> covered in blood like oh no <laughs> whoa <laughs> no i don't think it's that but i think maybe he has like maybe he's like 60 something 70 something maybe he's got some kind of throat disease or something yeah. you know like you know, he's probably just he's probably just wants to retire yeah he's just wanting know? to chill and they're like we're gonna send you on a permanent vacation <laughs> <laughs> take him out like old yeller yeah <laughs> they just send him off on vacation permanent vacation dude and like he goes to comic cons and wahoo's all over the place until he's dead 
you know. This <laughs> <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> it says uh, Martinet won the <laughs> job for Mario after a friend told him there was an audition at a trade show where he'd need to quote talk to people as a plumber. He obviously won the job and first voiced Mario at trade shows for a 3D version of the character that was meant to be able to converse with attendees. Uh, his first video game appearance as Mario was in 1994's Mario Teaches Typing, but many came to know and love him in 1996's Super Mario 64. He would continue to not only voice Mario for Nintendo, but also Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, Metal Mario, Shadow wow. Mario, Baby Mario, and more. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, he did all the Marios. Damn, so they don't just need a new Mario. They need a new fucking Nintendo cast. Like, Oh, yeah, just to replace this one guy. But, next Mario Tennis game, they're actually going to have to pay people fucking like... Yeah, they'll bring him right back in after they realize <laughs> that. But... uh yeah, so um, back in 2021, Martinet said he wants to voice Mario until I drop dead, end quote, and Nintendo Damn. is holding him to that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well- <laughs> All these hints that they're going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> While that dream appears to be over, it's reassuring to know he will still be spreading joy and happiness across the world with that iconic voice. So, um, that yeah. was depressing as hell, bro. Honestly, yeah. I know that should have been like a feel-good thing or something, but that just did not feel good. No, it did not. Yeah, yeah I don't understand wh- what the purpose is. Like, Is it because they figured out Chris you Pratt. You just can't hack it anymore. No, I, I think it's the Chris Pratt thing. Um, you know, or it's like, okay, he has a voice now from the and movie. And everybody didn't hate it. You yeah. Know? Which means I, I really think they think, okay, next game we can put him, mm-hmm. like, give him a voice, you know. That's yep. weird, but I'm with it, you know. All right. Uh, if you were born in the 90s or early 2000s, <laughs> chances are Humongous Entertainment's classic computer games are among your earliest video game memories. And nope. thanks. Yeah, huh? Wait, which ones? Yeah, huh? You play, did you ever play Pajama Sam or Freddy Fish or Putt Putt Goes to the Zoo or Spy Fox? I think I played uh, Freddy Fish, but I thought that was Cap- Pop Cap. It's humongous, bro. I didn't know that was humongous. Okay, cool, cool. Continue. Well, anyways, fucking, you can get a pack now on uh, Humble Bundle. Oh, nice. You know, you know Humble Bundle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, for 45 bucks, they have every humongous game ever made, fucking. You Damn. can get all the putt-putts, all the Pajama Sams, all the Freddy Fishes, all the Spy Foxes. Damn. So if you're like me and you got like a, a nephew or something or a niece and you want to introduce them gently into the world of video games, you know, this might be the way to do it. This might be the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But it, it, little do you know, your nieces and nephews are already better than you at all video games. That's true. Yeah. Th- true. They, they just like... If you got any Amish nieces or yeah. nephews, <laughs> they go from knowing nothing about video games to being like the number one in Fortnite. Like it's crazy that's just how, how it works. fast too. Like mm-hmm. like over a year or two, they just they blossom. They're like Roblox, and then <laughs> 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 like, uh, why why do you know so much about Roblox? Yeah. Like I don't know. I might fall into the back rooms, and then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, like they, their internet culture, like understanding is actually terrifying it's crazy yeah it like becomes part of the reality like we didn't have that growing up did we no like we didn't have like like creepy pasta type stuff Not from until the... we were in like high school and yeah and then it was pretty this va- it was like tame, tame you know what I mean? yeah i feel like kids nowadays like my my uh nephew he found out about um poppy's play playground or something like playroom yeah, or poppy's something? playhouse or whatever. playhouse that's yeah. a game fucking uh, yeah 
and it scared the fuck out of him like yeah. and he has no idea what it but like because like the the creature has like you know big like i guess like hair or something coming up on its yeah, head huggy wuggy yeah well my sister was fixing her hair and like he like walked in the room and he like just got like petrified and like so, uh, <laughs> it, it just, like pointed at her and he was like monster and like like just ran away it was like legitimately terrified and like we we had no idea until she figured out that somebody yeah. had shown him uh you know the well, it's always gonna be something that traumatizes you as a kid you know when i was a kid uh it was i was channel surfing you know <laughs> and i landed on this fucking you know show and there's like a kid and he's just like happily sitting there you know and like it's just super chill i'm like all right this let's see what this is all about you know and the kid jumps out of bed and then chucky's like hand comes out from under the bed and like cuts his like achilles tendon oh my god and what the kid it? like falls over and like chucky crawls out from under the bed he's like hi i'm chucky and dude i fucking changed the channel so fast but like i could i, I literally <laughs> like to, like i do you I, even know what that was it was chucky it was from chucky chucky kills a kid yeah it's chucky man oh my gosh i didn't know that but like, i've never watched a chucky movie dude it fucked me up bro fucking hmm. so like basically from that moment on, I couldn't walk down the horror movie aisle because, like, if I saw the, like, case of the Chucky movies, I would have, like, panic attacks and shit. Like, <laughs> it freaked me the fuck out. Like, it really scarred me for a long time. Like, I believe it, dude. Like, into, like, early adulthood. Like, I was freaking... Anyways, it was a whole thing. You know what I mean? That's all behind me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I faced my fears. You're, like, driving home and, like, an ad for the Chucky movie because you, like, swerve <laughs> off the road. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah no i i feel you on that yeah no, like it's just crazy to me how quickly like kids are being introduced to these things though um and like how they just become a part of internet culture so quickly yeah like oh, we had to like try to become internet like you know it, involved like you had to search for happy tree friends you had to like you know, you had to be a part of that, like, yeah. gaming There's still weirdo. that word of mouth culture yeah. behind it all, you know? What was that one? Um, the Salad Fingers guy. There was, like, a bunch of weird shit, like, on the internet. Early internet. Um, but it was only very specific people who knew about it. It wasn't, like, an every kid knows about it thing. Yeah. Like, now you got, like, these famous YouTubers who will just go on and, like, show off, like you know whatever the biggest trend is right now whether yeah. it's something scary or not so then they see it and then they're just like well, oh i was about saying a lot of these are just like you know video games that are getting played by you know popular youtubers like you're saying and and like kids see it and they freaking you know lose their shit you know? yeah it's crazy uh future is bleak no i'm just kidding no, <laughs> just kidding it actually sounds like more fun for them but <laughs> yeah uh, uh anyways uh some other big news um oh wait did you go um, yeah, you just did the... Yeah, uh, I just did that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, Bethesda, head of publishing Pete Hines, has spoken out in response to remarks made by ex-Blizzard developer Mark Kern, who had previously leaked an image of Starfield's start screen and criticized its design as, quote, hasty, or the work of a team, uh, quote, that didn't care. Um, the, Damn, a little critical, the, dog. Like... He said the, physio uh, the physiognomy... 
this is a made-up word of start screens. Uh, Kern in a Twitter post late uh, last week said the start screen of a game can reveal a lot about how rushed the team was and how much pride they took in their work. Starfield's start screen either shows hasty shipping deadlines by a passionate team overworked or a team that just didn't care. Kern went on to note in a start screen, dog. (laughs) (laughs) Kern went on to note in a subsequent tweet that in his experience such screens are created at quote the very end of development and that it is common for start screens to change from their pre-launch state prior to a full release uh it's quite common for the start screen to completely change once the game is shipping or on patch zero tweeted current uh teams t- that take pride want to put a good face toward or forward and will often redo these just prior to the game going live this fucking um, asshole yeah no, bethesda's head of publishing pete hines understandably took umbrage and refuted the remarks replying in the comments to current's post with or they designed what they wanted and that's been our menu for years and was one of the first things we settled on having an opinion is one thing continued the bethesda veteran questioning out a uh, questioning out a developer's care because you would have done it different is highly unprofessional coming from another dev uh, so a new, Hit him. yeah, and I, I like how it's real though. I mean, like, who cares, dude? It, like, as long as the game's good, like, who gives a fucking shit? You know how many underwhelming start screens I've right. seen on great games? You know, it's like the most ridiculous. Or how many thing. dope start screens I've seen on shitty fucking games? Like Shadow of the Tomb Raider has one of the coolest start screens I've ever seen in a game, and it's a very okay game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that that's the thing is like, um, so like, uh. You know, obviously, if you don't want your your start screen uh, spoiled, don't go look at this article. But uh, numerous Twitter users were quick to defend the leaked start screen by highlighting examples of successful titles that boast similarly clean designs for their start screens, including the like critically Destiny, acclaimed, uh, yeah, Destiny, Bethesda titles like Fallout Four and the Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. Um, it, it says, uh, if there's a correlation between Bethesda's game menu design and gameplay, we should be in for a treat, you know, like, uh, based on what people are seeing on this design, yeah. it looks nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, some of the highest rated games of all times have similar simple start screens, uh, including Elden Ring, Demon Souls, Last of Us 2, Fallout 4. Basically, the dude is like an ex, you know, uh, Blizzard dev. It sounds like he was just pissed off that, That's you know. like all Blizzard can do is make fucking start screens. Bro. <laughs> then you get into the game and you're like oh my god it's like start screen that's dope as fuck and then you hit start and then loot boxes pop up just like yeah well apparently though um the uh game has been out like like they've been giving out like review copies. review copies of this game and like you know spoilers people are saying it's great like like uh they're, before they're supposed to be saying it's great yeah i mean so. let's be real <coughs> like they said that the uh, reviews go live a day before the game launches, you mm-hmm. know? But you know people are going to be breaking that. Well, no. What I'm saying is, like, that's a bold move, you know? Yeah. Most developers don't allow the reviews to go live. till after the game's till out. Until after the game's out. It's like an embargo thing. And mm-hmm. I think it's because they want to, like, encourage uh, pre-sales in case they get a bad you know Bad review or rep, something yeah. it's really brave of fucking uh bethesda to just be like yeah fuck it we're pretty confident you know we're gonna go oh, yeah. you can you can put your shit live i think it says a lot because it says that you think that your reviews will be so good it will bolster your sales yeah you know what i'm saying which is 
in my opinion, super super respectable of the company. Especially you know I mean? in the face of Baldur's Gate 3 just being released. Like, yeah. I think this is a big deal because they're going to be compared a lot. Like, whether or not they want that or, like, whether or not they feel they're in the same vein, they're going to get compared, yeah. you know? And, and we can't forget Zelda. I mean... No matter what happened, it's still one of the biggest, most ambitious, dopest games I've ever fucking played. Oh, like, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, And these all came out this year. This is one of the Definitely. first years where we really have like an interesting conversation for fucking game of the year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I can't wait to see what Starfield is like. I think it's going to be fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there was a lot more uh, info talked about from Starfield that like they confirmed like you can there's going to be up to 20 different party uh members that you can get in the game so like that's dope yeah up to 20 different party members that's a lot that's yeah like way more than fallout and like skyrim mm -hmm. and you can have houses on like every planet like Fuck yeah dude like some other stuff that that i forgot to grab the article from but basically it was all good info um and no, none of that was from a leak that was just like them talking about it but um they're I'm actually fucking super psyched. starfield comes out on the 6th next month right if you don't pre-order the super version of it is it the 6th there's no way it's that early it's that early it's either, like a week away not only is it the 6th but i think if you pre-order it you get it on like the 31st like it's like the fucking like you get it like 6 days early or some shit if you pre-order it Holy shit. You know Hold what on. I'm Let saying? Let me get to the end of this article. I'm sure it tells the yeah. release date. Because, like, honestly, I'm thinking I'm about 70-something hours into Baldur's Gate right now, and I think it will keep me entertained until Starfield comes out. So it's, like, perfect timing. I'll just play through fucking Baldur's Gate, and then once that's done, I'll switch over to fucking Starfield, and I'll just be gaming my ass off. It's a good year yeah. for video games, man. It says, uh, yeah, the ahead of the game's Day one Game Pass release on... Okay, so September 6th is the Game Pass release. Right, and just um, the overall release. Yeah. Premium editions of the game. A premium edition upgrade or the super fancy smartwatch toting constellation edition will be able to jump into the sci-fi universe a full five days earlier yeah. on September 1st. The premium edition's like $100, <coughs> though. Fucking... <coughs> yeah, but, so you could play it on the first. Which... Honestly, I'll probably still be... At that point, I'll be like frantically trying to finish Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, Gate, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be uh, waiting for Game Pass. I'll be watching reviews and like trying not to get anything spoiled. I think I'm gonna play it on Game Pass also, unless I mean, honestly, like I say that, but like you'll probably buy it. I'll probably buy it. I yeah, I have a bad habit of just buying the hot new thing. You know what I mean? Mm. If I would have only like realized how close it was, I probably wouldn't have bought Baldur's Gate and just bought this but it's so close it right? is very close i thought we still had I, for some reason i thought it came at the end of september no but that's like that's like less than two weeks away what's interesting mm. is baldur's gate is gonna launch on playstation at like almost the exact same time as xbox uh, is gonna launch starfield so it's yeah. like you it's know, a win-win for xbox that month yeah, I think it's kind of a win for fucking, I mean, like, it's it's a win for PlayStation in the respect that, like, you know, despite all the hype, like, because I think all the PlayStation people are going to be salty that, you know, Starfield's going to be dope and everybody on Xbox is going to be playing it, you know, 
And so they're all going to rush out because they're going to have that FOMO feeling. And then what do they have coming out that day? You know what I mean? Not that day. Maybe that day. I'm not 100% sure. No, I was about to say, it's not coming to Xbox. It's coming to PS5. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you no, you said Xbox. No, I'm saying like the day, like around the same exact time Starfield is coming to Xbox is the same oh, okay, time okay. Baldur's Gate launches on PlayStation. On PS5, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like they're gonna be like directly sales wise competing with each other like you oh know for what sure and like yeah which it, is interesting to me you unfortunately know I mean? you like sales wise you're not gonna see an, a true comparison because of Game Pass so like it's like you know you if that's the weird thing you know if they would have if they would have just not had Game Pass and it was just Starfield coming out yeah it would be interesting to see those sales well, figures well you're right because Game Pass is gonna also affect the PC sales yeah I was gonna say you'd probably have a more accurate figure on Steam or something but you won't no nope. you really won't but that's okay I mean like I'm not you know there's I, no way to you're actually not, you're not gonna get an or... accurate you know, but still, it'll be interesting. You know what I mean? We'll know if it's doing well just because they'll be like, yeah. Well, you'll know by great, the talk of know? the town. And you'll also know by, like, concurrent players on, uh, like, you know. well, Not Steam, Not Steam, because no. they'll be playing. Man, that's It'll sucks. only be on Game Pass. Huh. Yeah. Um, There's got to be some way to. Man, we, I feel like that's uh, almost one of the things about Game Pass is just to, to hide their numbers. You know what I mean? Like, probably so. As crazy as that sounds, it's like they don't have to answer any questions when when it's on Game Pass. It's like, oh, you know. All they have to do is say, it's making us money. Yeah, but like, you know, it, but that and also you'll just be able to tell by how popular it is on YouTube and like it's gonna on be Twitch and things sure. like that. If somebody's not like if some fucking, how many memes we get. Yeah. If the society doesn't just decide to dunk on it for no reason, they will. Uh, initially, people will because it's going up against PlayStation. Like, and that's just not necessarily. I mean, like Baldur's Gate didn't get hasn't gotten any like critical fucking hate at all. That's because it's on PlayStation. They're coming to PlayStation only. It's not coming to Xbox till like the no, end of the year. If it was, you know, like that's it should be getting hate. That's a, an exact reason why it should be getting. Hate. Why is that? Because it's coming to one console and not the other. Yeah. Like, yeah, but Xbox people don't give a fuck. They want Starfield. That's not true. You can't just throw a, an umbrella over all Xbox people. Like I've seen lots of people who are Xbox people that give plenty of fucks. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like in what way? I'm mean, the way that like you know, oh, you're a PlayStation Sony pony. You're you know this and that. It's like there's lots of people that care a lot. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but there's like, a lot more people that like PlayStation than like Xbox. Like there's a ginormous amount of PlayStation people. Like I think literally we were looking at the the stats of it that literally whenever it comes to consoles like the playstation's market makes up like uh even whenever it comes to call of duty like 50 percent of the call of duty market is on playstation that's 50 percent and the other like pc xbox and uh you know everything else that you know it comes to is split up yeah. there so well, like, i mean that makes sense though if you think about the lack of you know, reason to get an Xbox mm -hmm. over a PC, you know, but I think in the near future that can change, you know what yeah. I mean? And I don't think it's, it's one of those things that like, you know, once all this new shit comes out, then that'll all be like a moot point. I feel like at this point, it's just Xbox is kind of building up their fucking cards and stuff right now. You know what I mean? Like, so you, mm -hmm. and, and I get it, you know, it's still a race being run and fucking Sony's way in the lead, but like Starfield is also arguably a way bigger, game than Baldur's Gate like just from like a 
you know what it should be a way bigger game i guess you know what i mean like it 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 should be but you know it may not be it may not be and that that's the thing is like that's another reason why it might get dunked on though too you know i think mm -hmm. larian's getting a lot of slack for being a super well not a super small team it's like 400 (laughs) people or something but a relatively small team for the scope of the game that they built. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's not like a fucking Assassin's Creed-sized team, mm-hmm. and they built a game that's, you know, just as big or... In depth, know, yeah. In depth, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, to me, I feel like they're getting a lot of slack, whereas Bethesda might get a lot of shit just because people... I mean, Fallout 4, in my opinion, is an objectively, like, almost perfect game, and it gets so much hate all the time you know yeah. like from the day it launched i felt it was like a really almost perfect it, it's a you know it's a I mean? bethesda thing like because people ex- have like certain expectations that whenever fallout 4 came out it didn't it didn't jive with what people wanted i, I guess but like, it's like i don't even know what you would want because to me it was the perfect follow-up to three and new vegas like it was the perfect balance of everything that was good about both of those games put into a newer more modern package it's like what more could you want from a sequel people are like oh the graphics sucked it's like it didn't really suck that bad you know no, that, you guys are that's being very critical for a game that you know what i mean that's like, one thing that always i never understood is like people like oh, bethesda's graphics always sucked i'm like no they haven't like have, have you guys gotta, ever played a bethesda game well, it's not even just that it's like it's like maybe compared to like you know halo or something mm-hmm. but you got to think about like the scope of what they're doing and then think about yeah. the graphics, and it's their you know own I mean? engine yeah you know like i get it but like at the same time like i feel like they have the most realistic engines on every game like like just having the ragdoll physics with like then fallout 3 you can just blow someone's head off or like their hands yeah. and stuff like that and, like you know I've always found that really intriguing. Like it makes the world feel real. Yeah, you know. But that's like, one thing that was cool about Red Dead too is it had a lot of that kind of thing. Yeah, like you would shoot somebody and they'd bleed in the spot where you shot them, mm-hmm. or they grab the spot. You know, like it was very like uh, impact. Like uh, what's the word? Uh, you know, impact driven. I, I guess uh, it, no. I get what you mean. It was like you know when you get shot in a certain spot, it, w- it would show that spot getting shot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly, and and I feel like Red Dead took a lot from Fallout, Fallout and like yeah. they just had a better engine, and it was a more modern you know engine and everything, and that's what they're doing with Starfield. It's a more modern version of their old engine you know so like i don't have a problem with bethesda's engine i never no. have you know i've I, always loved it i actually like it a lot I, I like the the amount of shit that can be in a scene at any time the, the way bugginess you can, like you can move everything around yeah the bugginess it's all part of the charm you know yeah it's part of the fun um like uh, other games like i don't give as much of a, a like a you know a, i guess a pass whenever it comes to bugs but like bethesda bugs are always just funny to me like they always like they're not always game breaking, you know. There are some, but they usually fix them, you know. And it's like the ones that aren't are just ridiculous. Like the guys that'll just like walk into walls while they're talking <laughs> to you and shit. But like even with all that, the game's still super immersive, you know. It's like um, because you can tell they put so much effort into making it like this real world, you know, um, or like a place that feels lived in, you know. I don't know. 
I, I think it's got a, a lot to fight against, especially since Fallout 76. Um, and like people have just shat on, you know, Bethesda for a long time. And then they got bought by Xbox, which made people hate them even more. So like at this point, they have a really big uphill battle. And, you know, so like Starfield, it, just whenever it comes to the world's view of them, not necessarily you or me or anybody that we know, but like the gaming community, like online, that is very, very gatekeeping and angry um, and also in console war battle at all times. Like this is going to be a very divisive, you know, thing. So like even if it starts getting good reviews, I, I dare you to read the comments on on the good review articles. They're going to be like, oh, fucking, this is just trash. You know, what about this one bug that I ran into? Yeah. You know, and it's well, that's a- why I'm surprised Baldur's Gate doesn't have more bad reviews, you know, because everything that's been a, like a fucking 10 out of 10 masterpiece in the past mm-hmm. like five or 10 years has just gotten shat on for no reason. Like fucking uh, Last of Us Part 2, you know? A- another almost perfect game that just like yeah. completely got trashed for no reason. And it's like, you know, stupid political shit. It's very political, you know? that one. And it's like, it doesn't even make sense. It's like, it's a game, you know? Like, it doesn't have anything to do with any of that. Like, you know, just, just fucking enjoy it for what it is, and it's like a masterpiece, you know? But it's like, yeah, I feel like, you know, the people out there who are passing these judgments are super fickle and and only judge you as good as the last thing you put out. You yeah, know what and I they mean? probably are going to buy your game anyways. Well, my point is, I think if Starfield is good, or even like as good as Fallout 4 or something, mm-hmm. all transgressions by Bethesda in the past 10 years will be completely forgiven. I really think that. Yeah, uh, I don't it, even think their transgressions have been that bad. No, Fall, dude, Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six was like but, slightly, you know, like it wasn't a great game, but it wasn't yeah. like <laughs> it wasn't like you know, fucking grab your pitchforks, bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Some people had fun with it. Like, there's yeah. still people to this day that are enjoying. That I played game. it a lot with some friends. Like, you have to have friends to play it with, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't the best game ever. But it wasn't like you know, I wasn't like super mad about it. I wasn't expecting like a full fledged Fallout <laughs> game. You know what I mean? Though technically, I mean, it was a full fledged Fallout game, just on its like in a weird in a weird way. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like, that's just not what people wanted. And so they took it as like, oh, they're going to multiplayer, pay to win, blah, blah, blah. Matt. And it's like... It's the opposite. Uh, it's yeah. like, go away from the multiplayer, Bethesda. That's the what we want from you, specifically. Yeah, well, that's what, that's what they're doing if here. If you do do yeah. multiplayer, do something like Baldur's Gate, where you can have four people all running around having conversations separately and shit, and, like, you know, oh, in yeah. the same world, you know what I mean? That like, would be crazy if they brought back, like, you know how they've done, like, ten different Skyrim, re, you know, anniversary yeah. collections? They just bring it back, but, uh, like, do another one, but make it multiplayer. That would be crazy, bro. Which I'm sure there's a mod for that already. You'd have so but. many questions just popping up randomly <laughs> oh yeah but um anyways uh what you got brent let's see let's see what we got on here on here okay uh when pre or excuse me with preloading for starfield beginning today which is not today this was august 17th when this came out uh the game's file sizes have been revealed and as you might have guessed the game carries a hefty install size on Xbox, the game clocks in at about 126 gigabytes. On PC, Starfield will take up about 140 gigabytes. Damn. Pretty large, so, you know, get to downloading if you can. Yeah. You know? It's a good sign, though. It is a good sign, but it's also kind of a, a concerning sign because that means if if you got an extra 
what, 14 gigabytes of stuff on the PC version, that's probably like an HD texture pack or something that's not included on the Xbox version. You know what I mean? Or it's just because like the the memory setup is different mm. on the mm-hmm. Xbox. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because <clears throat> you got the NVMe. Maybe it's just like, allocated already. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay, I'm hoping that's yeah. what it is. Because on sure. PC, they don't know what kind of memory you know setup you have. So they just want you to have that space ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Right. That's just what it sounds like that's to me. That's what I'm hoping for. You yeah. Know? I cool. wouldn't expect. Also, I'm not going to play it on Xbox. Uh, I kind of don't give a fuck what's going. On. I, uh, I have a Series X, just because I support Team Xbox, you know. But like, I don't ever touch it. I'm always no, on my PC. I don't need to because I've got Game Pass and a PC. It's the same until they come out with a game that's like only Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Like, um, and then I'll be devastated. Which, yeah, but the, I'll just move on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unless it's crazy. Anyways, um, what was I going to do here? Uh... No, that one's not even worth talking about. Um, um, I don't know enough about this uh, person, but I feel like it's probably big news. Uh, David Vonderhaar, Treyarch Studio Design Director, who has been with the company for 18 years and has helped ship the eight Call of Duty games, is leaving the company for a new adventure. Vonderhaar, who has been with the company since October 2004 and Call of Duty 2 Big Red One, uh, took to LinkedIn to share the news and thank those who have been a uh, part of his journey at Treyarch. Quote, today I am sharing that I have left Activision and Treyarch after an incredible 18 years and eight Call of Duty games, Vonderhaar wrote. Uh, to my co-workers at Treyarch, I am immensely grateful for the time we invested working to improve our craft, never sitting on successes, and always wondering how to improve what we design and how we produce it. Thank you to all. Uh, uh, thank you to the Call of Duty community for your passion and enthusiasm. That energy has often fueled our determination as a studio and individuals. I will always be grateful for the opportunity to interact with so many of you directly online and in person. This energy will always be a massive part of me. Uh, he said, "I am staying in the games industry, working on an undisclosed project I can't discuss yet, but I am excited about a rare and unique opportunity. I'll update you as soon as possible." Uh-huh. Watch them have like uh, t- taken him to work on that that uh, fucking uh, what was the game that we still haven't heard from with uh, oh uh, perfect dark like <laughs> what, what, they're like all right bro we need a perfect we gotta have it quadruple A bro yeah please like, they're like please just make Call of Duty but put like you know Joanna Dark in it like <laughs> I feel like that's what's gonna happen here um, he says is a unique opportunity what what unique opportunity could there be besides also i mean call of duty it's all the teams are being bought out by xbox so it makes you wonder if they're just like transferring him over you know like that's just my guess because he says he's going to come out with an update on where he's going he's been with call Mm. of duty since two since 2004 what if medal of honor is making a comeback Oh my god! He just like <laughs> he switches teams. Like, yeah, he the, the, he was there at the beginning when it, they Call of Duty's like uh you know original um code name was Medal of Honor Killer. You know, so like they came out and killed Medal of Honor. He and just then he goes just over there and he's like, Call "All right, guys, killer. code name Call of Duty Killer, God Killer." So, which I think I think that's what it was. I, I'm mixing it up. It might have been no Halo. My no, I, you're right. You're right. It is Medal of Honor Killer. Or was it uh, Halo Killer? No, it's Medal of Honor okay. Killer. Okay, I couldn't yeah. remember. But yeah, that'd be crazy. Anyways, you got anything else? No, I got it. That's it. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got the uh, info. 
on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Uh, so Call of Duty fans are talking about Modern Warfare 2, not to be confused with the game under the same title from 2009, following yesterday's reveal of Modern Warfare 3. Last year's entry in the long-running annual franchise made a lot of changes that angered fans. In fact, these changes drew so much heat from the community that Sledgehammer is completely walking many of them back for Modern Warfare 3, <laughs> which is set to release on November 10th. Uh, changes include included gameplay level overhauls to the shooter's movement, systems, minimap, player health, and perk systems. Modern Warfare 2 <clears throat> also removed players' ability to vote on maps in between multiplayer matches. Call of Duty's success is partially thanks to its consistency, so needless to say, Infinity Ward's fixing what's not broken approach drew widespread ire from the game's player base. <clears throat> In tandem with the reveal, Call of Duty's official Twitter account released a thread detailing what fans can expect from the series' 19th annual entry. Uh, after addressing Modern Warfare 3's campaign and Zombies offerings, uh, the account confirmed what fans had been hoping for, announcing that it would be walking back many of the changes introduced in Modern Warfare 2. So basically, on this uh, tweet, they put... Um, Tax stance trades, precise accuracy for improved mobility and handling. Build your loadout with military equipment such as gloves, vests, boots, and more. Aftermarket parts lead to new customization pro progress and progression and challenges. Uh, multiplayer features at launch will include map voting returns, classic minimap behavior with red dots for unsuppressed weapons, perks available at the start of each match, convert sneakers, perk allow for silent movement, core health is increased to 150 for an increased TTK. Um, but also, uh, apparently they're doing like an open world zombie map. Like oh, all this, cool. All this stuff. Have to so. see how that goes. Yeah, I feel like they just need to go back to like like you know original yeah, zombies. Yeah, I just want the traditional zombies, man. I feel uh, like Cold War had the best zombies of the recent, you know, Call of Duty games. I still feel like the best one was just the original. Like just just put you in one place and you got to survive as See, long like, as you fucking can. The real can. original like World at War was a little bit too basic. I think yeah. the like second one they did in mm. Black Ops 1 was really fucking good. Like that yeah. that shit was uh, like the peak, you know what I mean? Actually Black Ops 2 might be peak fucking transit was so good they're all fucking black ops games are really good yeah i feel like it just got a little too convoluted like to where it was just like what the fuck is even happening anymore yeah it wasn't like round based anymore that's what i don't uh, like the ones that don't have rounds like yeah. that's the whole thing to me i want to see how many rounds I exactly can like that's the whole point and, you know? and then if you die early you just restart it gives you that same like elden ring feel like yeah, you it's kind of like a roguelite or something you know exactly I mean? that's what that's what i'm saying um, hopefully it's got rounds. It, it doesn't say anything about that. Um, but let's see. Um, here's some interesting news. Uh, probably not the best news, but Remedy has announced a 10 day delay for the hotly anticipated Alan Wake 2. It was due out October 17th, but will now launch October 27th. In a statement, Remedy Red said. Line. Yeah, no, Remedy said October was packed with game launches and wanted to give players more space to play everything. Oh, okay, okay, that's uh, acceptable. <clears throat> that's what that's that makes sense. I'm I'm with that. If you're dodging conflicting with some other game release, you know that's fine. Yeah, because October 2023 also sees the launch of uh, Forza Motorsport, 
Assassin's Creed Mirage, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and reportedly Sega's Sonic Superstars. I don't know. What that I is. actually feel like Alan Wake could probably hold its own against most of those Literally all of those. But Maybe Super Mario Bros. Wonder, but the same people that are playing Super Mario Bros. Wonder are Probably aren't. playing both of them. Yeah. You know, trying to like chill out on Super Mario Bros. and mm-hmm. then go back to the horrors of Alan Wake. Yeah, hopefully. I like, actually think Alan Wake 2 is going to be sick. I feel like Control was a really good game, and like they've kind of honed their craft at this point, and I'm just excited to see what they do next, you know? All I want is just a remake of, or not a even a remake a reboot of max pain like oh, just, yeah that'd be sick just completely reboot it and like you ought to put the first like two games into one game yeah you know what i mean as like, the reboot yeah, yeah like pull or do like a resident evil remake situation but with max pain yeah that'd be badass man but like give it like the red dead redemption 2 like level of like gore and you know like killing and stuff be yeah cool well, even Max Payne three level, like they they really stepped it up on that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, though in Max Payne three there is no gore; it's just you know blood. Like I'm saying, like I mean, there's no like skulls getting blown out the back or anything, no. but it's pretty fucking violent game. Oh yeah, it's I mean? definitely violent. But I'm talking, I want that Red Dead, that realistic, like just fucked off stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like Max Payne always had that like sense of horror to it. You know, like mm-hmm. even though it wasn't meant to be a horror game, it always had like this weird like darkness to it. Mm-hmm. That yeah. like I feel like if you added that extra little bit of like, oh that's fucked up, like um. It would make for that horror feel again, like where you yeah. feel kind of gross, like about it. Like I don't know why, but Max Payne always made me feel that way. Like I remember feeling bad about killing yeah. people in the subway, you know, like stuff like that. Because like even though they were bad guys, you're like, why am I killing these people? I don't know who, what, why they're here, or like I guess I was too young to understand the game yeah. at the time. But you know, I feel like you could bring that same feeling back. Um, what else do we got? What else do we got? Uh. This one is not video game related, but I find it funny. Um, A Calhoun County, uh, Alabama corrections officer got arrested and fired for allegedly stealing Pokemon cards from Walmart while still in (laughs) uniform. As reported by Alabama's online news outlet Advance Local, the theft occurred at a Walmart in Oxford last Saturday night. Uh, Calhoun County Sheriff Matthew Wade said the store's loss prevention employees saw Officer Josh Hardy open multiple packs of Pokemon cards, stuff them in his pockets, and attempt to walk out of the store without paying for them. When the employees confronted Hardy, he fled the scene on foot. The uh, the staff reported the incident to the Oxford police. Then the officers searched for Hardy until they found him at a local restaurant. They charged him with theft and placed him in Oxford County Jail. Man, that's so embarrassing, bro. What a sh- what a dumb way to lose your like <coughs> cop job. Your you whole know? life, yeah. yeah. It, it quote it it is with great embarrassment that we have to report this incident, and Hardy has been terminated from the Calhoun County Sheriff's Office. Wade said to the public, "He has tarnished our agency and the image of all law enforcement." As sheriff, I promise to be transparent and hold my staff accountable to standards higher than average citizens. Um, you know, well, like, I mean... The next day at the office, he's like, I don't want to see one goddamn Pokemon <laughs> card in here. <laughs> like, bro, could have got caught with cocaine or, like, you know, just anything. Yeah, like, <laughs> of all the crooked cop shit you could get busted for, like, fucking... Stealing Pokemon cards, bro. Like... 
they aren't paying you enough at the sheriff's office to just buy you some Pokemon cards, That's dude. That's so embarrassing, man. It's sad. Um, you know, and he probably just arrested some kids, you know, for like having weed on them or something. And then he just went to Walmart and like, you know, just fucked their lives over, but then went to Walmart and stole some Pokemon. <laughs> card. That's that, that's that karmic justice, you know, yeah. but, um, what is, uh, there's one more thing here that I guess I'm going to go over and it's just like the game's coming and going from, uh, game pass. So Microsoft has confirmed the game pass lineup from August 15th up to the launch of Starfield on September 6th. So Everspace 2, which is available now, is on Xbox Series X and S and via Cloud Gaming. I don't know what that is. Uh, Wait, actually, it's a fast-paced single-player space shooter from Rockfish Games. That returned a 7 out of 10 in IGN's review. Um, And then next up is Firewatch, available on console and PC and cloud from August 17th. Uh, That's that, uh, you know, walking sim. Uh, and then the Texas Chainsaw Massacre hits Game Pass across console on August 18th. So that's already out as well. Uh, that's a third-person asymmetrical horror based on the iconic 1974 film in a day one Game Pass release. Pretty cool. Um, also, day one is Sea of Stars, which launches on the subscription service across console, PC, and cloud on August 29th. This is a turn-based role-playing game uh, from Sabotage Studio. And then the big one, which is Starfield on September 6th. And then uh, members who upgrade their standard edition, to, uh, blah, blah, blah. We already know that. Uh, meanwhile, six games are leaving Game Pass on August 31st, which are Black Desert, Commandos 3, Immortal- Immortality, Nuclear Throne, Surgeon Simulator 2, and Tinykin. So you're not missing much. Um, we're getting a lot of good ones and losing a lot of all right ones. Um, anyway, so that's it for this week's video game news um now i'm gonna let you know about this week's hot releases <clears throat> games that are coming out first off we got armored core uh six fires of rubicon um that's a big one from software everybody's excited about uh coming to ps4 ps5 xbox one series s and x and pc on august 25th i don't think i'll be partaking of this one um i'm not a huge mech game yeah you know me either Mm. though maybe it's good you know like well, I, I don't doubt it's good you know from software usually puts out some quality stuff you yeah know? and i haven't played a mech game since like mech assault on at the original xbox so like but this game it looks promising for sure um and most of the previews for it people have been like just loving it so but anyways that's it for uh this week's hot releases uh brent do you want to take us down the trivia lane yeah, uh, okay. So I told it to give me questions about Fallout 3. You know what I'm Don't saying? Don't do this. Don't do that. That's too specific. I, uh, Dude, I haven't played Fallout 3 in y- literally since I was like probably 16 or 17. Really? Dude, it's been a long, you long time. You need to time. go play Fallout 3, dude. <clears throat> now, I, once I beat a game, I never played again. I've told you this. You like should a do it. I can't. You should play it again. It, I just can't. You should do it. I I, I still you probably don't even remember anything about. Fallout I don't 3. remember a single thing. I can re- I can remember the stuff I put in my house, like I uh, you know like I bought like I found like Lincoln's uh shit like in his like uh, you know you can find like the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, you go I- play Fallout. Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's All been, right, let's see. Yeah, give me something less specific. I'm just gonna say, give me three. Science. Oh damn. Trivia questions. I like that. 
with answers. He gave me the meaning to life. All right, let's see how big of a scientist you are and go. All right, here we go. Let's go. Question number one. What is the chemical symbol for the element gold? AU. Oh, good. Good job. Good job. All right. AU. AU. <laughs> All right. So stupid. Question number two. What is the smallest unit of matter that retains the properties of an element? That retains the properties of an element. Yeah. The fuck does that even mean? Um, I guess like uh what? The huh, the properties of an element. What is that even? Uh I <clears throat> in my head I can't decide if it's like a molecule or like an atom, or is this a uh an electron or a proton? Like what what is it? You're gonna have to pick one, man. Okay. This is tough. I really don't know what this one um you only got one shot. Do not. It's a chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Um, I'm just going to say, um, and this is the smallest, of what is it, of mass the unit? The smallest unit of matter that retains the properties of an element. Mm, I'll say a molecule. It's an atom. Damn it. I knew it. I know. You said it even. Uh, it's just like, I, I don't know. I it just It's worded weird that I didn't know. That's okay. You know, you're close. Yeah, you're close. You, never, you the had science. it there. It was yeah. right there. That's all right. It's floating around right in front My of you. My eighth grade science teacher is crying right now. <laughs> all right. Question Sorry. number three. Yep. What is the process? Oh, this is easy. What is the process by which plants use sunlight to convert carbon dioxide wow. into water, into glucose, and oxygen? Photosynthesis. All right. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Science nerd. Yep. Science nerd. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> Fusaro. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I do remember in Mr. Fusaro's class, that's where I first saw the uh, the Xbox magazine that had Oblivion on oh, it. Oh, shit. Yeah, some dude named Devin. There, no, Dylan Evans. Shout out to Dylan Evans. I used to get Xbox Magazine in the yeah. mail, and I used to. I, I remember reading that specific one as well. It was fucking crazy. The magazines were so cool. I remember then. reading that about Oblivion. I mean, like, no way. This is just in the game. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude. That was like the. Dude, we're about to fill that with Starfield. You know what I'm saying? I'm so hyped. Who knew that, like, a little, you know, fifth or sixth grade us would be feeling that same thing now at 30-something, you know? <laughs> I don't want to say the something. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, remember, you've been listening to GameSpeak Podcast, courtesy of GameSpeakPodcast.com. The show posts for free every Wednesday on all podcast platforms, but you can watch it live before anyone else on Twitch.tv slash Podcast every Monday evening at 7.50 p.m. CST. Be sure to join us and the rest of the GameSpeak community at dsc.gg slash gamespeakpodcast.com. Che- oh, wait. No, forget the dot .com. Everything else but that. <laughs> <laughs> check, check out our other video content on YouTube. And if you want to stay up to date with your boys, you can find me on Twitter at the handle Al Joffer Jamel. Brent at Brent has one. That's the number one. And Devin at Devondreas. And check out the GameSpeak Podcast Instagram. Until next time, listeners. <laughs>